0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to taking it to the mats. This is, I think, episode four now. Welcome back. And today we're we're gonna narrow down the uh, the selection here. We're gonna talk about Survivor Series, specifically Survivor Series 1992, a different type of Survivor Series than what we're used to and a, just a different era, I think, Matt, in, in all. Uh, starting with SummerSlam 92, it was an e- it was the end of an era and uh, i mean you can you can take it from there but survivor series was not what it was you know in the in the late 80s come 92
1: absolutely and uh, yeah, hey matt one of the things that really inspired this was in one of our previous casts you, know, you referred to, or to survivor series 1992 with an unfortunate mishap <laughs> and i completely agree you know it was very surprising growing up at the time to see like well why are they changing it like Survivor Series is amazing.
0: Yeah. And
1: these matches aren't Survivor Series matches. Like why are we calling it Survivor Series? Right. You know. And I think now when you take a step back and you look at where the business was you see that there it was it was November. It was a tremendous. I and mean, when you go from WrestleMania 8 to WrestleMania 9 just take that year. The amount of transition is unbelievable. Oh yeah. But if you drill down even more from WrestleMania 8 to Survivor Series 92, it's it's, un- it's an unrecognizable company yeah. in a lot of
0: ways. Yeah. You know? I mean, you didn't know really why Hogan was leaving. I mean, we kind of know now <laughs> the whole like, you know, <laughs> steroid scandal and all that kind of thing. And he would return in 93. But you didn't, yeah, like the main events and the matches at WrestleMania 8. And then you go to SummerSlam 92 and you still have Warrior and Macho in there. But you add, you know, I mean, Ric Flair was there, um, you know, and Mr. Perfect and whatnot. But I I feel like rewatching Survivor Series 92, you know, they they tried to they, they were trying to be something different. And it was truly the time where they were putting it on Bret Hart and those guys, Bret Hart, Shawn Michaels, to be the new catalyst to whatever the. I mean it's it's kind of before the new generation of like right. you know 94 95 but those matches were gaining steam and they weren't just going to be head of the card matches anymore first first of the card matches they were going to be your main event and we were going to see we we're going to see what happened when you threw that in front of a traditional WWE audience I think but what in, in rewatching that pay-per-view I guess they tried to I'm a big fan of the four on four traditional Survivor Series matches. And again, like like you said, I don't know why they would change it, but I guess the unsaid uh, theme of that Survivor Series was still a Survivor Series of matches and totally different out of the box matches like the one they had, the one Survivor Series match of tag teams where you know, if, you're, if your tag team partner got pinned, then you you two were out. But then they had a the nightstick match. They had the coffin match. They had title, right. title versus title, even though it was just for one title. Um, they had, you know, a surprise. I mean, you can we can go down the line here, but they had a surprise. Uh, you know, Mr. Perfect substituting as the first time babyface. Yes. You know, it was just yes. a bunch of different things, I think, that they were trying out. But I, yeah. I like the traditional four-on-four.
1: Four. Yeah, you ask yourself, are they throwing a bunch of stuff at the wall and seeing what's stuck? Yeah. But to your point about Bret Hart getting the company is I think inevitably, as much as we want to kind of hold on to what made the, that golden era, the Hogan era so great, it was a time of transition in the culture even, right? Like the the 80s were, were ending, You know, I think you've got the ultimate early 90s, late 80s, ultimate warrior with the bright tights and everything. He was of that era. Yeah. And we kind of have to figure out now, what is the WWF going to look like in the 90s, Mm right? You've got um, cultures changing, the uh, things that like we're into as kids are changing. And so like, how does the WWF catch up? Like it can't stay what it always was, but it was trying to figure things out.
0: Yeah. And SummerSlam, I thought, you know, still had had those stars, still had Warrior, still had Macho and like appealed to, a lot of the new crowd and, may, and and the old crowd and now Survivor Series is, you know, like throwing stuff at the wall and seeing who's going to stay, who's going <laughs> to like, you know, all this new stuff. And like, you know, we did the podcast on The Undertaker. A year ago, Undertaker, Survivor Series <laughs> 91 is wrestling Hogan and winning the WWF Championship and coming out in this one to a babyface, babyface reaction and in a coffin match with Kamala, and not really, you know, that's a that's one of those matches you see if you see what people's reaction was to it, but just a total
1: transition. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you got like David Meltzer who does all those wrestling reviews. Like he doesn't even rate Kamala Undertaker. It's a dud. It's unrated, wow. Wow. right? And this is the guy that we know where he's going to go, and like yeah. why we talked about it in depth, right? Because it was such an odd time. Yeah. So, in the spirit of that. I did a little bit of a uh, little bit of a deep dive, did some research, and I tried to think: Could we have made Survivor Series '92 a better event? You know, could we rebook it? Understanding the reality, right? Like we're not going to go back. We're not going to, you know, extend Sid's contract for a super long time. We're not going to bring people out that are never have been a part of it. But were there more effective ways to make that mm-hmm. a bridge pay per view? Mm -hmm. understanding like here's where we are here's where we want to be what do we have to do to get there yeah so and i think you know when we talked about survivor series before what's awesome about it and what is very similar to the royal rumble is it's a very kind of safe way to get superstars over yeah you're not pinning them in a one-on-one match right you can kind of pin a couple people of a team Mm -hmm. so like think about slaughter right in um 1990 it was a way to build him up, yeah. right? So how can we use these Survivor Series matches to build up our talent? Mm-hmm. To set it up, because I agree completely with you, Bret Hart's the superstar of the 90s. Yeah. He was the direction that company should have went. He looks like that era of the 90s. Um, pink and black, the glasses are ready to be sold <laughs> at, at your house yeah. shows. <laughs> He's the guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How can we get him there and keep the company going strong? I am curious. I've put together... Um, a rebooked Survivor Series '92, awesome. And I'd be interested to kind of have you pick apart it a little bit. Yeah, you know? See what's good, what's bad. So, before we do that, um, just for a refresher for, for our listeners and for ourselves, I'm just going to go through the card real quick. Yeah. And Ultimately, uh, the real card. The real card. Yeah. Yep. yep. Mm-hmm. So the uh, the card it reads that Crush defeats Repo Man in a dark match. Gotcha. So so it's a SummerSlam. 92 rematch demolition Yeah, demolition back at it yeah. right in, in, in a dark match gotcha okay we kick off
0: where we see it on the I'll, I'll ask you because i know you're a big kona crush man you should, shouldn't
1: have been in a dark match right oh no <laughs> <been> I, <laughs> that's where you start to scratch your head and you're thinking like this get this guy over
0: yeah like, he was in he it. was in a i mean that match happened at SummerSlam. And that was a prelude match to Warrior Macho, and that's usually like you know the match that they have before a big match is usually like a bathroom break match, which stinks for Crush. Right. He needs he needs the Kona Crush somebody and he's right. top of the of the crowd. <laughs>
1: yeah, absolutely. So it's a total throwaway, and then you go right into the Head Shrinkers beating High Energy. Yes um so that's about getting the head shrinkers over though
0: yeah i like that i actually like the yeah. result of that match they don't show the entrance of the head shrinkers on the pay per view. they only show the entrance of high energy but i liked i liked the head shrinkers going over in that match
1: yeah and that sticks with the theme of a tag match to open a pay-per-view you know think about like the Orange express new foundation rockers it's yeah. like that right awesome. oh yeah and
0: off off on the outside eating the turkey
1: leg is just- oh it <laughs> <laughs> was great he was great he's actually someone as i went through the rebookings i always kind of thought of could he get back in the ring because he did do some matches oh yeah we were able to find what find ways for him to not have to do that though um then we got big boss man beating nails mm-hmm. stick match yep that was interesting it only goes um mm-hmm. it's under it's under six minutes and that was featured. So I've got this yeah. magazine from December 92 on the marquee poster that still has Warrior. Mm-hmm. The second build match, believe it or not, because remember, they didn't have title versus title yet. Mm-hmm. It was Boss Man Nails. And how build Nails up to have a feud with Undertaker, you can't have him get beat by Boss Man in six minutes. When Bossman is, he's going to be a jobber, right? Like Bossman's trajectory is going downhill. Yeah. And he beats Nails one-on-one. Right. And he, and even like,
0: uh, you kind of don't realize how short the match is, but I remember um, I rewatched it and I, wa- I rewatched the, the promo that Nails did in the back before, right before the match. And he was, he, he did a really good like job of selling, you know, his character and his promo. And like, my son was a little scared and whatnot, but <laughs> yeah. I remember the promo more than the match. Like they got the stick down and both of them used it like maybe a total of two or three hits on the other one. And then that was it. Those side slam and it was over. So that yeah. was, that. Was, yeah. Like it, it didn't live up to the, the hopeful hype of that, that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Cause that had, that had potential. And again, that's where you could get somebody over, right. Yeah. If boss man's kind of moving out and you don't know what you're going to
0: do with them. Right. I guess they don't know what they're going to do with nails. <laughs> so, cause he's like, uh, you know, if he's a ex con, it's only natural. He goes against boss man, but then what? you
1: know right and as we know how his story ends you know um -hmm. (laughs) better off they did that right yeah it wasn't going to go anywhere hindsight yeah yeah works the next match always kind of baffles me because it's tatanka beating martel Mm -hmm. you had the feathers involved but you had Tatanka martel at wrestlemania eight right i don't (laughs) and wrestlemania eight
0: Again, I mean, like you said, there was Crush Repo, the pay-per-view before, but WrestleMania 8 was a while ago. I don't think, I think WrestleMania 8, the match, it wasn't like, it was just a match thrown together. It wasn't like the feud, but in this one, Martell had stolen the feathers, and Tatanka was trying to reclaim the feathers, and it was was a long, decent match. I think it was longer Mm -hmm. than it needed to be, possibly. But um, it wasn't, it still wasn't built up as like a big feud, like, you know, it was, it was a good match. Like it was a wrestling match. It wasn't like Tatanka was like, Oh, I gotta get these feathers back. Like he gets them back just, just, you know, off a whim at the end. And then that that was it. But I don't know. I don't know how, I guess, I guess the model kept going after this pay-per-view for a little while, Mm -hmm. but he was probably kind of phasing himself out as well. But yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't anything, it was kind of, I think it was after, oh, no, I think it was, oh, yeah. Oh, go ahead. You can go with the card. But, yeah, I didn't. I wasn't really a big fan of it.
1: Yeah, it's almost like you. if you're going to stay in that singles route, you're almost, you're better off having nails put Tatanka over because you know Tatanka's going to get that icy shot at WrestleMania 9. Yeah. Like, you know, get him over. Like, he already put, Martell already put him over. Right. You know? I think to right. your point, it's two good workers. You can have a functional match, you know. Yeah.
0: Go for it. But again, hopefully the point of this conversation is to put those guys in better survivor series type matches. Yes. And, not... and
1: I think I can do I think I did that. So I'm yeah. <laughs> um so this next one is, is I think it's important to visit because I'm gonna totally rework this angle. Mm-hmm. Totally rework this angle. But Savage and Perfect, perfect who replaces Warrior, last minute, yep. defeats flare and razor, disqualification. Mm-hmm. It, you know, it gets well reviewed. Meltzer gives it three point two five stars. It's okay. not a bad match, but there's nothing at stake. Right? No one's got gold. Yeah. It's not. It wasn't even like oh. a
0: no DQ, or you know, there wasn't anything to the match. It was just a regular tag match.
1: Yeah. I, disappointing. Yeah. I think that's. I, I go back to your unfortunate mishap. I don't okay. know how they thought that was going to fill, you know. Right,
0: you know, when when we were that young, to me, and I know I I totally agree that the Survivor Series matches, uh, the traditional four on four Survivor Series matches, they were great for putting certain people over and not for a title and things like that. Mm -hmm. But like you could have you could have made something out of this match as a Survivor Series match and it just wasn't there. Like, like, yeah, perfect was thrown in at the end. And again, cu- we'll probably give kudos to Bobby the Brain Heenan on this podcast right. more than anyone else. But like yeah. if it wasn't for him selling the match like beforehand and like perfect kind of turning on him on primetime wrestling. And then during the match, he's just flipping yeah. out the whole time, like, perfect, you're no good and great. Like all this stuff. Right. But, like there would I don't think there would be any pro- promotion for this match because absolutely yeah like savage chose perfect off a of whim because mm-hmm. warrior gone again and then you know I mean flair flair is the ultimate you know promotional guy too with it with what he does but yeah there was just no substance
1: yeah and you know we we talked about it before perfect battery heel yeah battery better heel. Feel, yeah so Let's, let's hold that thought. Yeah. All right. And um, then we go to after that, you know, kind of pseudo main event. They go to again after main event, Yoko squashes Virgil.
0: Yes. <laughs>
1: okay. It's his first pay per view. Right. You know, Virgil, Virgil was beginning to go steadily down, yeah. obviously, with jobbing to nails. I mean, because there were still, he could still put on a good match. Yeah. I mean. yeah. Like, I, think he was somewhat underutilized i think he was yeah looking back he
0: was he was a better athlete than people give him credit for yeah. and he was in the year before he was in the first survivor series match with a great team bulldog uh piper and brett hart like that was that was a great match against flair's team but yeah like he was you know his whole thing was against the million dollar man because he was the bodyguard yeah. and whatnot and once that feud was kind of left in the background they never made anything out of Virgil. So he was, he was the job to a lot of up and comers, I guess.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So get I Amy, mean, I guess, placement in that event, get why it happened. Um, yeah. Then you've got the natural disasters and the nasty boys. Ultimately they beat money, Inc. and the Beverly brothers. Yeah. Right? And it ends with the buildup is that um, a nasty boy pins IRS. Yes. Right. So um, it was SAG's pins IRS. So, the buildup to that point was—I mean—you kind of assumed Nasty Boys and Money Inc. with the whole Jimmy Hart feud Yep. was going to become something. And mm-hmm. you know, we talked about reflecting on our heel and face conversation. The Nasty Boys were pretty good faces because the crowd got a pop for the pit stop. Yes, <laughs> like, and you can't really do that as like as a heel. It's one thing, but as a face, yeah. I think they could have had a um, a deeper run. I liked what they were setting up. It's a mm-hmm. shame.
0: Yeah. And it was the transitional period that we're talking about where you could take a team like the nasty boys who were nasty and and put them as faces for like the first time.
1: Yeah, definitely. And I think in the back of our minds too, we have to think that while this is going on, you have the Steiner brothers getting ready to begin. Right. So they're not going to start till December. Didn't include them in the rebook. Mm-hmm. Spoiler alert, but gotcha. but knowing okay, there if you're gonna try to bring and give a push to a face tag team on the level of an LOD, I think. Yeah, right? tough, right. off and tumble, like these guys can absolutely be, you know, um in the that's, title picture.
0: Yeah, they're yeah.
1: they were they're the best
0: wrestling tag team that yeah. was at the time. Exactly.
1: Yeah. So um I mean that's good. Less is more with this one, you know, taker beats Kamala
0: yeah Yeah. that that, like that and the nightstick match kind of like remind me of each other like the the items were not like they were more built up beforehand and then during the match it was like okay yeah you know they like he he pinned kamala and then put him in the casket like every casket match after that the winner was just put it or the loser was just put in the casket there was no pinfalls or anything but otherwise it was just a pretty regular match and then he hits him with the urn for the three count and then just rolls him in the casket but he took longer to build the casket than the match exactly
1: (laughs) exactly so definitely um you know yeah more that one and then you get the last match Mm -hmm. Hart michaels 26 minutes they let him go yeah it's a great match, mm-hmm. fantastic finish with the drop kick into the sharpshooter. Yeah, charge- charge- yep, it's awesome. Very ahead of its time. Yes, very ahead yep. of its time. Yeah. No. Um, let me ask you. Like, did you did you see that live Survivor Series
0: '92? I don't believe. It? I believe, and I I am pretty sure. That this was I know well, I know for sure that this was the first pay-per-view. My first pay-per-view was SummerSlam ninety-one as a kid. Like the first pay-per-view I got. This was the first pay-per-view I did not get. And I don't think it was because I wasn't into it. I think mm-hmm. it was because there was a cable company issue at the time where we just couldn't get it. Yeah. We couldn't get the feed or something like that. And and so this was kind of like the lost pay-per-view for me for a long time. Like I don't remember how I first saw it cuz I de- I definitely did not see it live. And yeah. I mean I don't think I would have been I think I w- I think I probably would have been a little disappointed because because, you know, Survivor series was what it was for me. I I loved the previous, you know, years shows, but yeah, like the matches that you just ran down were just like they could have been on WWE Superstars or WWF Superstars, like some of them, you know, like it Absolutely. just wasn't there was more buildup than there was substance to the to the pay-per-view.
1: Yeah. So and it, I think too, so, you have to it, wonder it, yeah. what were people thinking having Shawn Michaels like, did people want to see that, that athleticism go for that long? Right. You know, as opposed to, I don't know, do you do it out of primetime wrestling and kind of start to build to that? Right. And, it's cool they won all in. I think it was innovative. Mm-hmm. We know it was the right decision now. Yeah. But, um, you know, when you talk about a three hour event and a half an hour is, is really going to be a technical, athletic show, mm-hmm. um, a lot of credit given to the superstars to, to be able to do it. Yeah. And then you get Santa Claus ending and yeah. all's <laughs> well that ends. All, I think in that moment. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. So on the topic of moments. You say WWE is all at moments? Yes. All right. You ready to rebook? I'm ready to rebook. Let's do it. All right. So I thought about that going into it. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, when I was doing some kind of refreshing my, my memory on Survivor Series 92, like I did see that over time. People have kind of rebooked it on blogs. And, and when I saw that, I said, all right, let me pivot my thinking. Mm-hmm. Let me try to do some new things. Let me try to understand the business. Look at the biographies of the wrestlers. Look at the time and think like what was possible. Yeah. right so everything i'm doing is trying to build a bridge from here's where they are here's where we want to be how can we use this event we know it's a transition time mm-hmm. so a lot of these guys are going to be out of the company yeah you know no the working ability was so so right for some okay. of them and we talk about i mean
0: this was the transitional pay-per-view we talk about royal rumble 93 and there are not being too many names left in the right. company so like this this is a tough. This
1: could be a tough one to rebook, anyway. Yeah. So here we go. So we're going to start the match off. We're going. We're going Money Inc. and the Beverly Brothers. Okay. Additional right, Survivor Series roles. We're going to start mm-hmm. off with this. Mm-hmm. We're going to go the Nasty Boys. Hmm. We're going Typhoon.
0: Hmm.
1: But wait. Oh. John Tenta is going to leave the WWF in January of '93. All right. After so we are Typhoon. After the Rumble um yeah yeah so you know we know he's going out we know typhoon stays on a little bit longer i think we need to jazz this match up a little bit because i've got irs and debiast fantastic technical wrestlers yes i got i got the beverly brothers very skilled very athletic Mm -hmm. i've got brawlers in the nasty boys yeah and i've got these big guys in the natural disasters yeah however you want to do it Jimmy Hart gets involved earthquake. He's out. It's a tag team match. We need a tag team specialist. I need a pop. I want to start the event off with something that people are going to remember all the way through the main event. This guy's coming back already. It's going to give him a chance to explode out to the ring. Get that theme song going. Start slapping fives. Get the streamers going. Pin. I mean, I'll leave that to you. But <laughs> Artie Janetti makes his comeback that way. Wow. So you've got the crowd, typhoon. You know, or the nasties. Whoever the, at that moment who they felt had the best mic skills, they call him out. That rockers music drops. He runs out. First match. We're get, We're creating a moment. We're getting a pop. Janetti's back. Oh, WWF. wow, wow. After, there you go. after he went through the the barbershop window correct yeah. right so that's january like december of 91 yeah. air and,
0: and do you see like i don't know how you book the rest of the card but do you see this match um with traditional survivor series rules as correct. in one one pinfall one elimination not a whole tag team gone exactly right okay. yeah gotcha interesting yeah i mean i totally agree if you're if you put in this car if you put in this match in the beginning, you do need a beginning of the show pop. So Marty yeah. Gennetti uh, with his music should get that pop. That's a that's a interesting Marty. I can't I'm having trouble picturing Marty with Typhoon just to, right. like, I know they're not a tag team, but it's 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 right. a t- tough call because Ty Earthquake, you know, probably more over than Typhoon ever was together. You know, they were or does or does typhoon? revert to tugboat if earthquake's gone <laughs> well there you go right right so how does this match go so the nasty this was when jimmy hart fully like went away from the nasties
1: and then you know solely on money inc money inc are tag team champions he got the straps yep. and remember Janetti and this is where i was wrestling with it Janetti is going to go on a singles run Right, so as much as he's a tag team guy and he jumps in this tag team, Mm -hmm. like I see this match being a way for him to make a statement.
0: Yeah, yeah, yep. So I, I mean, I I don't know the order, but I would think the surviving team. I think, I think you leave the ending where IRS gets, um, you know, a roll up by Sags, and you leave where. Um, the Nasty Boys are on the surviving team. I think you. I think Typhoon gets eliminated, but I yep. think the Nasties and Jannetty pick up the win. Yeah, if you, if you book it like that. Yeah. Yep.
1: Right. Yeah. Um, and I, 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 didn't book a match of survival, but if you're if you're taking notes, uh, you want to jot down if you have surviving. Let's <laughs> yeah. see if could yeah. we do a 1990 match of survival. So, yeah. um, you jotting it yeah. down. Yeah. So, sidebar.
0: My the first Survivor Series that I ever saw was. Survivor Series 90. So I I just, I loved that, that made me fall in love with Survivor Series. And I loved the idea of the grand finale match of survival, the, the heels versus the faces at the end. But I just thought that's the way it was. I thought they had always done it like that. And so the next year in 91, I was waiting for it and it didn't happen. Plus Hogan dropped
1: the title to the Taker, so I was, oh, I was, uh, and, and they and they spend the entire show promoting Tuesday in Texas. Yes, oh yeah, like yeah. ultimate yeah. slap in the face. <laughs> Anybody watching that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, All right. So, so, so
0: Marty and the nasties go into the end if we do the grand finale match of survival.
1: Awesome. All right. So the next match, I've got. Um, let's go the heels first. I've got Repo Man because we know he's in a dark match. Mm-hmm. And I got Papa Shango. He's still in the company, still going to be in the company for a while. I mm-hmm. was right back in for this event, right? So yeah. Papa <laughs> Shango and Repo, mm-hmm. And then, obviously, the Head shrinkers Nice. I mean, That's they're, nice. they're going to be, they're ascending. Yeah. Um, with two heels that are descending. So I tried to build it so that you could have, yeah. You know. <laughs> Their opponents are interesting. uh <laughs> I got high energy who they wrestled, yes, right. Virgil, and we still have El Matador. So, okay. so you know, it's Repo, Papa Shango, Head Shrinkers, Owen, Coco, Virgil, El Matador. <clears throat> what do you think?
0: I'm thinking that the the face team just doesn't have doesn't have that guy or the, or that, I mean, they got high energy, but they don't have the energy. To, oh, yeah. I mean, they, got, they got the quickness, but I think, I think I go with what happened um, in the opening match at the real survivor series. I think definitely the head shrinkers survive and I'm thinking, I'm thinking Shango survives too. I'm thinking the only elimination on that team is repo and shango and the head shrinkers prevail and they they move on yeah against i mean i know you said i think in a previous cast that el matador was supposedly being possibly built up to to be like i had heard that there was talk like if it could have gotten over yeah but yeah i mean he was in the year before he was in that that all surviving team of hacksaw Jim Duggins against yes. like the, the misfits. It was like yeah. it was like Skinner, <laughs> Berserker, Colonel Mustafa. <laughs> um forget the, the 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 fourth one, but they all lost. But yeah, I don't I mean yeah I don't see the head shrinker, the head shrinkers beating high energy in that first match and then Papashango, he could probably he could probably dominate all those guys. I'm just thinking they, they eliminate repo somehow, but I'm going, Sean going head shrinkers moving on.
1: Yep. And that's kind of where I was at. I I looked at this as the head shrinkers are, I think a really important tag team going forward. Yes. You know, obviously you know what Fat two is going to be for the company. So this is an opportunity to really show off the head shrinkers. I think to your point, I think Owen gets the pin over repo to kind of, but they don't, they don't have enough. Yeah. And uh, so right now, um, you've got your final match of survival. It sounds like we're still we're three we're three to three. Yeah, three, we're three three match. Yep. Awesome. <laughs> All right. Let's see. Okay, I like this match. I like this match. <laughs> um, so when I look at our December '92 WWF magazine, we've got a feature on someone that I feel. Look, you don't have a whole lot of superstars. You got to get people in the ring. You got to have Survivor Series matches. Bob Backlund. Get him in a pay per view. Oh, wow. So, because he's coming back, he's going to be in Royal Roll 93. He's mm-hmm. featured in this. Get mm-hmm. him on a match. I have no idea where this is going to go. This is probably one where it's not like um, amazing superstars. I don't even have a thought. Yeah. So, I'm, I'm, these, these, I'm are
0: in, these are in order of yes the card that you would book. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. In order of the card. Okay. See, it's so yeah. far, so far, like, you know the matches that that have that you that you have booked, and I'll like if you said that this match doesn't really have the marquee names, like it is just a sign of the total transition of like yeah. You know, they put like they put Bossman and Nails because Bossman was the name, Like, Right. You right. know he was they like you said they built up that match. Bossman, like you know, we always say that could he have been an Intercontinental Champion? He was, you know, tag team partners and kind of friends with Hogan for a while, but like never got over the hump, but people loved him. But this Survivor Series is just a tough, it's, you know, so far, it's just a tough draw for, for the traditional names there. You gotta, I mean, they had to try different things, I guess.
1: Yeah. So with this one, um, the two, I would say heads, the two guys I added to the card were two superstars that. Are coming to the company they're in late 92 early 93 they've been with the company before mm-hmm. so i'm looking at this through the angle of let's get these guys signed quick let's trust the old name recognition and let's get them on the card right yep. i think so the heel team mm-hmm. and Bam, Bam bigelow nice rick Martel, mm-hmm. skinner mm-hmm. Mounty. because Mounty was supposed to you know wrestle bulldog for the ic strap and that Totally gets dropped. Yes, those four. Yep. Face team, <clears throat> Bob Backlund, mm-hmm. hacksaw Jim Duggan, mm-hmm. Bushwhackers. Nice. <laughs> what do you think? What do you think? I mean, the, the face team is going to get a pop. I mean, the Duggan hoe, yeah. Bushwhackers yeah. doing their thing. Yeah. Like, yep. What do you got?
0: <sighs> Backlund, Backlund is such a toss-up for me. Like. You know, we talk about his match at WrestleMania 9 with Razor, and like, did you know he was, he's he seems like so far back that the people are just like, okay, like you yeah, know, like, like I guess the, the the biggest cheer I've I ever heard for Backlund was at the end of Royal Rumble '93 when he was still in there. And like people just didn't didn't seem like they cared that he was was he number two or something like that? Yeah, a long he time. he was in their final final four at least, maybe final three with Savage and Yoko. Um, but they finally recognized like, hey, this guy's still in it. Maybe we should maybe we should cheer for him. But right. like I don't even I don't like you talk
1: about I obviously Bam Bam Bigelow is a big one coming back and whatnot. Yeah, um, we kinda missed better healer face Bob Backlund because the Mr. Bob Backlund crossface chicken wing. Yeah. Not bad.
0: I, but I, I think better heel. I mean yeah. like like he was a wrestler's wrestler back in the day, and that's what it was back in the day. More wrestling than entertainment. So yeah. but when you're going heel face, I'd say better heel. He was he Not was good. a great heel. Yeah, he really was kind of unhinged, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> yep. Um let's see. Is it it's a it's a tough toss up between I I think Hacksaw. And Bigelow, I think if you're bringing Bigelow back, I think I'm going Bigelow possibly as a sole survivor. Um, that, yeah. I but I think I see Bushwhacker's getting eliminated. Um, yeah, Backlund hangs in there with Hacksaw for a while, but I think, I think I, I'm definitely going Bigelow. I'm trying to think if. If him and maybe Martell survive.
1: Well, there's an interesting there's ahead. an interesting little if you wanted to do like a little bit of a fun story during this match. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Martel's got the atomizer, Skinner's got the Gator Head, and Mounty's got the shock stick. Yes. They can conceivably like DQ themselves. And Haxel's got the two by four. Right. Haxel's got the two <laughs> by four. And it becomes a little bit, you know, kind of silly, but still good. Yeah. Yeah, that's and it true. allows Bam Bam to get built up because he's gonna have to eliminate yeah. these guys.
0: I think I think I like where you're going. I think I think all those guys maybe maybe there is a scene where they're all in the ring, like using the using the, and the referees just like <laughs> ring the bell, ring the bell, like, <laughs> throwing that, throwing these guys out. So Hacksaw, Martell, Mountie all get eliminated. Bushwacker's get eliminated. Maybe you go you get down to Bigelow and Backlund and Backlund, maybe that goes for a while yeah backlin like gives them all he can but bigelow gets like the headbutt off the top at the end and
1: wins i like that a lot yeah and and you're bringing two superstars that you have plans for in right. the fray right right, right. backlin is giving in all he's got mm-hmm. yeah yeah
0: right yeah so showcasing he still got that wrestler in him but yeah i think bigelow gets over in the end i love i love the the all disqualification, yeah. Like, I
1: just, just literally just put that together. I was waiting, like, here, here you go. Yeah, <laughs> so all right. Oh, this is this is great stuff, Matt. Yeah, so we got Bam Bam going to that match of survival.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: All right, so now we got two matches left. So, I think when we think about this outcome, we also want to think about what could be the best match. I guess we want to also keep our eyes on what could be the best match of survival. Yeah, best the company, mm-hmm. it's a lot, Matt. This is a lot of fun, man. I love this. Yeah. All right, here we go. all right heel team Mm -hmm. kamala Mm
0: -hmm.
1: nails Mm -hmm. berserker Mm -hmm. berserker and nails are going to go out at the same time because berserker is the guy watching the door while nails has his confrontation with so So kamala nails berserker yokozuna Mm. okay big spot for yoko Big spot for
0: Yoko first pay-per-view so and also I don't know if you gave any thought like sometimes well maybe not at like who I don't know when you made these teams do you like who's the team captain there right so I think for this is Yoko new too
1: new to be the captain of that team because that's, that's a lot I, of them. <laughs> I think your captain is actually, it's, it's Mr. Fuji, because it's Berserker, Mr. Fuji's old person. Yeah. Yoko, his new. Gotcha. Because the other team, Undertaker. Yep. Big Boss Man. Yep. Tatanka. Yep. Kona Crush. Huge. Eight. This is a good match. This is a physical penultimate match, I think. Yeah, I think yeah. you can get some work out of these guys. Depending
0: on, like, you you said you have one match after this? Yeah. Depending on who's in that last match of yours, this match may, like, may be even better if you threw it, like, maybe second on the card or, like, because if you, if you have the best two matches last and, like, the, the first three matches with, like, a lot of the quote-unquote no-names, like I don't know, you might
1: want you might want this to be All right. So let me ask you you want to slide the um, Bam Bam kind of fun DQ match? You wanna flip? I think
0: I think that match would be the one before the last match. I would flip them, yeah. Okay, cool.
1: All right, let's do that. All right, official flip. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. So what do you think for this one? I don't know where this goes. I, I don't know because I've got Yoko, I'm building up. I've got Taker, I've got Tatanka, I've got Crush. I was going to say, because... Yoko's team's talking. descending. Yes. The face team is ascending, but Yoko is this big person. What do you think? What do you got? Well,
0: we said that we wanted Taker and Yoko to be working with each other. This is a perfect, like, initial in for that, for that long-time rivalry. And Taker definitely could be... Taker and Paul Bearer could be the leader of that team. But, and Tatanka and Crush, up-and-comers. Bossman, the only one that may be on his way out. I see, I see. in, in response to our conversation of the nightstick match, I see Nails pinning Bossman. I see, okay. I see that. I like it. Um, let's see. I'm trying to think if there's clean there's clean pins with all these, or if there's some sort of count out with any. Tonka beat
1: Berserker at SummerSlam '92, non televised U.S. match. Mm,
0: oh, oh, okay. Yeah. What was the other
1: SummerSlam '92? So the pay per view before
0: this. Yeah. What was the other? Shango faced someone. In Shango a, El Matador. El Matador. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Yep. I always remember that because they like they they showed that either on Superstar or something and like Shango's yeah. face paint was like coming off yes <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where that was on the card I feel like it was around the middle of the card but I can't remember uh, let's see man this is this is tough So you also to think mail. about that last
1: match of survival what's that you got the, let me ask yes. you this right right is Tatanka, do you want me to give Tatanka, you the main event
0: Tatanka's undefeated
1: yes he's undefeated right Gotcha. Do you, do you, you want can, me to be the main event? Yeah, you can do
0: that. We can, and then kind of go backwards. We can do that. I, well, no, no, I just I wanna go for it. All yeah, right. I wanna I wanna work through this. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't wanna think too much about the grand finale. I want to see what we can do here. Because I feel like the buildup of Yoko has to be there. Right. So either he's not gonna get pinned, so either he is part of the winning team but again the undertaker's in there so one of them has to get like dq'd or, or counted out or something that right, double count or like, out or maybe both, 90 maybe both of them yeah like he taker fought dusty Rhodes all the way back to the locker
1: room maybe he does that with yoko i think that's the, probably the play yeah. yeah as much as i don't want to have i don't want to not have a final decision but i also know that these two guys are going places
0: yeah 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 so yeah okay so they get yoko and taker out because they get double count out i can't i really want crush to put the cone of crush on someone but i don't <laughs> see who it is like berserker's huge kamala yeah. maybe kamala but mm. maybe harvey Whippleman. maybe harvey yeah. Well, off of the yeah <laughs> so end. that's true yeah you know Oh, this is tough um and tatanka is undefeated so boss man's out i think tatanka i think the. i think tatanka somehow like maybe crush gets like a big move like as a as a not legal man on nails and then tatanka somehow like either rolls up nails or gets him up for the papoose to go and pins nails so like nails nails is out And then you got Kamala Berserker, Tatanka Crush. Let's go! I think I think Tatanka and Crush can beat them. Love it, Tatanka and Crush go to the grand finale. All right, I love it. And that's like putting not putting Taker and Yoko in there
1: is tough, but they're gonna. I think they're gonna do their own thing right i think this is one of those times where it's okay to be indecisive on the business end because you want these two guys to keep going like this is gonna get people excited right Right? like you know their their blow-off is not happening at survivor series 92 but their initial encounter build that up yeah build that up yeah um and then yeah i think this is a perfect opportunity to build satanka and crush up Mm -hmm. i think I see them I and mean, I'm sure we're going to do more rebookings. This is a lot of fun, yeah. <laughs> um, you know, because I think they're, they're going to play a major role.
0: Mm-hmm. Great.
1: Mm-hmm. All right. So the main event. So what's our final match of survival? Just update us. So we
0: got so far, we got Marty Janetti, the nasty boys, Tatanka and crush oh, I like against that. Papa Shango, the head shrinkers and Bam Bam Bigelow. Totally
1: showing where the business is going. Yep. <laughs> All right. All right. Finale, I took a, a little bit of liberties here. Mm-hmm. All right, so I was doing a little bit of research and, you know, two guys are going to leave the company right before Survivor Series. Okay. And, and, you know, when I was like thinking about this, I was trying to put time into context, you know? So for all people our age, the summer of 1992 starts with Batman Returns in theaters. And right around the holiday season, we get a Kevin McAllister, Home Alone 2, Lost in Los New York, Two iconic <laughs> moments of the 90s that you'd say, oh, these movies kind of came out right around the same time. But in WWF years, that's like 50 years just went by, right? The entire population of like a summer vacation for us as kids, yeah, going into the, a new school year and the companies uh, turn, turns itself over. True, true, yeah. <laughs> so that's crazy to think about, mm-hmm. but I've got to believe if you put all the money into advertising, You've got to get some kind of ROI here, you've got to get some kind of return on investment of these superstars that are going to leave. Mm-hmm. I didn't put Legion of Doom in because I know Hawks issues were, were pretty significant, that wasn't going to happen, yeah. <clears throat> but I know one superstar that is told to drop a belt and is suspended for what I've read. You, you read a lot of things, I know one of the popular theories is that this person, someone else with the HDH ship shipments, and you know, was cleaning in the steroid era. But he wrestles in WCW in '93. Mm -hmm. So it wasn't like he was getting locked up. It wasn't like we can't say this is this needs to happen. Okay. Too much money on this.
0: Yeah.
1: So I'm going to take a liberty and I'm keeping Bulldog up to Survivor Series. Okay. He can be booted if that is necessary, right? (laughs) That has to happen. Um, but I think when you're talking about a multi-million dollar company. And, you know, looking at the business, I think, again, I don't know everything that obviously we don't know, we're yeah. fans, but to make this as realistic as possible, I feel like if you're talking a matter of like a month from mm-hmm. when he left to this event, yeah, let's be strategic and say, maybe this guy can put somebody over. Maybe this guy can,
0: yeah. that's, right. that's kind of my
1: thinking yeah. and rationales to justifying, you know, Bulldog.
0: Yeah. Right. And he's still he still lost the Intercontinental title to Shawn Michaels in this whole scenario.
1: Exactly right. Yep. 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 Right. Right. Yep. I think the other person is, is the warrior. You put a lot of money into this. I know, you know, whatever you gotta do to get Jim Helwig to get in that <laughs> ring in Richfield, Ohio, you get in that ring. <laughs> All right. Like, yeah. like this is happening. You know, like yep. I you know, I mean that change happened late you know i mean i think they knew what they were getting with him he was unpredictable he held the company up for money (laughs) whatever you massaging you have to do with vince and pat patterson and legal yeah you got the promo i mean because to an extent like look it's a little bit shady that the wwf could advertise an event and then not have that event happen right i I mean here's false advertising like come on man like, I feel, I got to believe that there's some leverage, so there's some leverage point. Right. To say, I know that, you know, and I know they had to go because I know they were both kind of implicated. I mean, you hear about Warrior not liking where he was going to go and mm-hmm. the talk about the heel. You also hear about the stuff going on. I don't know. You know, Bulldog, Jim, uh, you know, and rest in peace. You know, I don't want to speak all of the dead, but I want to say like right. for all purposes and fun and nostalgia, yeah. reimagining. I think we can do it. Mm-hmm. Right, was, mm-hmm. Way too long, but that's kind of, the, the, I want to show you that I wasn't just trying to, even the uh, b-
0: or very, very recently in today's WWE, they had they have a scenario where uh, stand they say standard WWE contracts all say card subject to change. Right. So. Right. Yeah. <laughs> there you go.
1: <laughs> right. So I think you go for the. For the I'm gonna go, I'm gonna start with the face team on this. Yeah. One, right. Because that's the caveat.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So it's Ultimate Warrior. It's British Bulldog it's randy savage it's champ bret hart what is
0: Again, it
1: yeah against rick flair mm-hmm. razor ramon mm-hmm. Shawn michaels mm-hmm. and mr perfect is staying a heel mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. the better heel and even if flair leaves the company we can find creative ways to do that i like perfect and the narcissist as friends working with heenan just as an idea yeah i mean do you like more horseman-esque yeah flare razor and then yes. go into lex down the line. Yes. sean's going done. on his own direction i
0: just I, yeah i mean perfect better heel and did that looking back like was the warrior scenario such a quick thing where they had to like this this basically like perfect was is considered like almost retired like right, got the back. he's been executive consultant right. for, for uh for, right. player for like a very long time and this this like reinstates mr perfect like yeah with the, the whole macho man asking him to be his partner and then him turning on bobby the brain like this is a revitalization of mr perfect but as a face mm-hmm. and like who would ever thought that guy who thought he was perfect the whole time would ever be a face and like right. you know he in in that real match like there was a point where he almost walks out on savage right and, like it just it just again was thrown together didn't make all that much sense and your scenario like the you know player ramon hbk perfect like that's
1: that's a <laughs> that's a team right there like this is a good match and yeah, like the end ring psychology of kurt Henning is wasted as a face
0: yeah oh yeah
1: yeah yep so what do you think right. so I kind of set the stage a little bit. I maybe gave a little bit away, but I think I'm acknowledging that there's two faces that are basically getting their, they're walking out of that arena and not going to the WWF for a while. Right, right. So just, but you also got the champ on that team. Yeah.
0: (laughs) That's tough. That's tough. (sighs) Let's see. And Ray, and Razors in there, and like he says, he's huge, like huge up and comer during this time. Yeah, he, he he got put with Flair anyway, and you know that's a huge spot for him. And now he's with HBK
1: and Mister Perfect. And Savage is on the decline. Like we know he's gonna go in the booth. Mm-hmm. So right. I mean, there's another. We can still protect heels. Yeah. Yep. All
0: right. Let's see, man. Because <laughs> I'm lo- now I'm looking at the grand finale match of survival, and I don't know. We don't, don't have know. to do it. I think it was just yeah. fun. To oh yeah, it. yeah, definitely. Could you could you do it? Yeah, right. If we yeah, if we don't do it, well, I guess we could still do it. It would be. I think it would be. Uh, like an outnumbered face to heel team. I can't see. I can't see the heel team winning. On, in this scenario, I feel like I feel like Brett would be the sole survivor, mm-hmm. and I, I don't know how to make headway of that. But I, I think that there's enough. I think there's enough cheating going on between that whole that whole right. heel team where they somehow can eliminate Savage and Warrior, even if it even if it's like you know a count out or something like that, and then they 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 get the pin on
1: Bulldog somehow. I see Razor doing that because it builds heat for ninety-three Royal Rumble. Yeah, yeah, yep.
0: I think I think Perfect gets eliminated by Brett. I think it's a I think it's a a throwback to like I think nice. Brett makes Perfect tap out. I think I think you actually probably get the end being Brett and HVK. and then nice. you know, and then that what's that? Let them go for a little bit. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. I think that's a perfect scenario, but I think, uh, <clears throat> yeah, I think that I think Brett and Hbk go at it at the end, and Brett is the survivor. I mean, the ch- I, I don't I don't see how you how you let him, the champion, lose that in that scenario. Right, right. What do you think? It
1: would Be a heck of a plot twist.
0: Yeah, you know? yeah. There's got to, like yeah. There's got to be. And yeah, and Flair is obviously in the Rumble, but doesn't last too much after that. But he could. He could. If
1: he wants the new direction to come to the right. company's so
0: going. Yeah, a little wrinkle. Yeah. <laughs> wrinkle. You know, always, always tough to to see how Warrior would lose, but I think I think it would be enough to where maybe they have him on the outside of the ring for for so long that he gets counted out or something like yeah. that. He's trying to beat up everyone at once, and he
1: and he just gets discombobulated or something right <laughs> <laughs> yeah for sure like yeah he's though he's definitely the wild card he's like the big name draw but yeah yeah i mean he doesn't have to be a great work in this match like, right right get him, him to the arena and get him to the ring. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well they used to say sean michaels has left the building right
1: yeah <laughs> ultimate warrior has left the building. <laughs> left the building.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but yeah i see brett winning sole survivor nice so santa
1: can still come out yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that would that would put if we if they did the grand finale match in survival, that would put him with Marty, the Nasties, Tatanka, and Crush. And if we, so we good, there. Uh, keep, going, keep going, i gotta go. Yeah, I was just gonna say if we did that match, I would all. I would maybe think maybe Marty loses and i don't i don't know maybe the nasties i think i think brett to and crush would would go over nice it would be cool it would be cool for that three something to go over if that happened
1: i like that yeah now one of the things i was trying to figure out a way to do um so there's two things that are going through my head here your best faces are hitman and taker -hmm. So I want to use this event to build up some heel heat, you know, through Bam Bam, through Yoko, through keeping Perfect as a heel, knowing Narcissist is coming, you know. Mm -hmm. But there's also one small little thing, and I'm going to challenge, I'm going to challenge you here, and people (laughs) listening too, to kind of think about a scenario that could work. Is there any way you could find the have the face team lose, so you set up Jannetty and Sean? in the last match the face team as in which savage warrior heart bulldog okay gotcha so you so that genetti has to face sean in the match of survival
0: oh you know that's
1: going through the back of people's heads and i almost think it's okay to leave it unresolved for fans to think oh my gosh if sean beats brett he gets to fight genetti so i kind of want to see that but i also like brett so i think either way i think you fulfill that fan excitement you know if you do yeah. that um but that was one thing that was kind of like going through my head a little bit is right you've got to protect brett but at the same time the like kind of dangling sean and marty to do a rockers um tease at the end could, could be interesting too so, but, mm-hmm. but i think what, it, what that speaks to is maybe there were more options for survivor series 92 than we thought yeah
0: yeah I, I I can't see Brett not going over. The only I like playing scenarios in my head. Maybe Sean like does Sean isn't the one who pins Brett, but maybe he's the one who like does something illegal, like you know gets brass knucks or something like that and hits Brett yeah. and and then leads into like the razor's edge or something like that where Brett just can't kick out. Yeah, um, but. I don't know. I don't I think I think Brett is more important. I don't I don't see the build up of Sean and Marty.
1: The fact that Marty is, exists
0: might be enough, right? Right, right. Yeah. yeah I think back and Yeah. It's tough to I mean in the grand finale match that we have, it's tough to like if, if Sean was the sole survivor in that, it'd be Sean sean wouldn't know what to do with his teammates he'd right you know sean go the head shrinkers right. bam bam he like, just walks out walked <laughs> yeah sean yeah. michaels has left the building <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> oh man oh. but that was yeah that's awesome I, and I, well i'm glad like i wasn't sure if you were gonna throw in like one off match, like one not traditional Survivor Series match. But I'm, I'm glad that you, you are a biggest fan, a big as fan as I am of the traditional four on four Survivor Series matches. They can, they can mean a lot if you, if you just work them right.
1: Oh, and completely agree. It's the strategic booking the company was missing at that time. Like if you go back and watch some of these Coliseum videotapes from that time, there's amazing superstars in the matches and the matches are awful. There's a match in the USA. There's a match between Razor and Boss Man, I think. And like the first, it's it's like a seven-minute match. Five minutes are walking to the ring, challenge them to a test of strength. It's garbage. Yeah. (laughs) And I look at that and I think there's a company that didn't know who was coming and going. And so you don't want to risk, you know, putting somebody over or giving somebody heat when you don't know if they're going to be around. Yeah. I get it was a tough time in the business. I don't begrudge them that, but I think... But using like to your point, like using Survivor Series, using Royal Rumble to get heat yeah. in ways that it's not all in. It's not a singles match, right? Right. You, know, like, you can have a random pinfall, and it can lead to something and mm-hmm. showcase somebody. So, yeah. yep. yeah. That's I think, I think more than ever, more than ever, Survivor Series '92 needed to be this format. Yeah, yeah. So they could see the crowd reaction to people. Mm-hmm. so they can get the pops so they can right. see what works right get different combinations of people in the ring to figure out storylines
0: yeah definitely yeah. agree definitely agree that was
1: a great rework on your part <laughs> <laughs> that's what i thought about a lot yeah. as, you know, that's one the first survivor series report i was like Something's not right here. Yeah. <laughs> Just yeah to do something about this. Yeah, decades in the making. <laughs> Thanks for your insight, too. That was awesome. That oh, was definitely
0: awesome. That was great. Well, I hope everyone has enjoyed the rebooking, our rebooking of Survivor Series 92. Let us know what you thought and how you might rebook it. And until next time, this is the Matt signing off. We'll talk to you later.
1: Hey, See you later. Oh! <laughs>